To the Self-Esteem Party Podcast. I'm your host, Alana Johnson, and with me in the morning, nonetheless, is producer slash husband slash roommate Norm Susan. Norm, how's the sip? Real good. Um, good morning to you. Good morning to me, indeed. Well, that's it. Who's the <laughs> guest? You wish you knew, even though I just told you. Norm, yeah. how you been? What's popping? What's locking? My fave question. Uh, good. Yeah, things are all right. What, um, things have slowed down, which slowed we down. talked about last week, which is fantastic. Yeah, we like that. We're getting a lot done slash uh, fixing fences because they fell on our head. Oh, right. So um, the weather in L.A. has just been nuts. Can we Can get we into it already? already? I know, I know. It's so boring to talk about it, but it's like been I'm raining, having the time of my life. And our fence blew down. The our fence blew fence. down, fell on our heads, almost fell on the dog and crushed her. Crushed some <laughs> bushes we have. Crushed some, some bushes. Some, some small it's a fucking bushes. nightmare. Yeah. And now I'm caught up uh, in a feud with a plumber, Brian, well, who Brian I hate. The, Brian the plumber. Um, Brian the plumber is the worst person I've ever met in my life. He, we wanted to change the fixtures, right? Just it was the, the faucets. Fixture, it was so easy. Yeah, yeah. And he just would not shut up. All he kept talking about was everything that's wrong with the plumbing and me as a woman. Every plumber... It just feels the need to explain everything. And I just want to be like, I don't want to know about Yeah, plumbing. and then he's like yammering on about like, well, I told you so, and I told your husband, and this is what I said yesterday. And I was like, like, Brian. Shut the fuck up, Brian. Here's what you said yesterday. Literally everything about a pipe I've never wanted we to hear. Don't shut the fuck up. about the inches of the fucking pipe. And then he shows up wearing one of those hats without a brim. You need a brim on your hat. You need a brim on your hat, buddy. <laughs> the sun is in those eyes. He had sunglasses on. For the first three minutes in this house, I'm thinking, is the lighting that out of hand? Did Brian convince me to get a water softening system installed in the house? Yes. I hate him. Uh, but does he bug me to no end and will he not shut up about the Oh my God, going plumbing? on and going on about the hard water. Yeah, I get it. I, I need to soften up my water like I need to soften up my soul. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, God. God. Do, you, do you have nightmares about hard water at night, Brian? I am riled up about this right now and I can't calm down. Down. Yeah. Anyway, Anyways, it is like uh, I slept with them, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I regret it. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I slept with Brian. I kissed one of his nuts. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Hopefully, good thing the plumbing works there. Hopefully, there wasn't there. a leak. Yeah. Ew, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. I'm out of here. Thank God this podcast is ending. Yeah. Hey, Brian. A we, we might need to snake a clog out of my butt with your wiener. Ew. For those of you who haven't heard, <laughs> self-esteem party is coming to an end because we're sick of conversations oh, yeah. like this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other than Brian, the plumber, who I hate, yeah. I think things are going pretty good. Uh, yeah, things are good. I mean, we got some family coming into town. Yes, we, that's going to be good. Um, we're going. We went to a great basketball game the other day, and we're going to one tonight. And we're going to one tonight for your birthday. Mm-hmm. Well, my birthday is yeah. On this is in honor of your birthday, though. Norm, <laughs> how does it feel to be another year older? They just, they just raise the banner in the yeah. Staples. Oh, my God. I should have done one of those happy birthday things where what? you can, like, submit it and it comes up on the Jumbotron. Nah. Uh, I'm a failure because of Brian. Because it's always like, thanks, Chester, who's <laughs> yeah. turning 11. And there's... <laughs> happy faucets, Brian. I fucking hate Honestly, him. we should just have a little thing for Brian. A sorry of about silence. The, sorry about the hard water, Brian. It needs to be a moment of silence and a, in memoriam for the hard water. Yeah. Anyway, here's your gift. It's the brim of a hat. <laughs> I 
<laughs> it's your birthday coming up. Yeah. How yeah. you feeling? The same? No, old. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Time to move on. Yeah. What is it? 41? Ugh, what are you going to do? God, I still feel like I'm an idiot. But, yeah. Yeah. But... And I'm seeing signs of this. <laughs> it's very apparent. Wow. <laughs> Birthdays aside. Let me guess. It's when I headbutted Brian because I can because he doesn't have a brim on his hat. Um, anyway. <laughs> Anyways, shall we get to the guest? Yeah. Um, what? You did talk to your, um, you did talk to everybody. Everyone's upset that the podcast is Oh, yes. You're end. right. Before we get to the guest, everybody is upset that the podcast is ending. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really well, it might, weird. And it, there's going to be, you. you just need time to... Um, reevaluate. Well, I've already got a new idea in the works. It's mm. an it's a group idea though, with me and two other pals. I'm not going to say more because I don't want to reveal something that isn't true yet. Okay. I will say this though. Oddly enough, if I've made you, the decision. If it's you, Brian and Richie, the fence guy. <laughs> oh my just... god, the fence! Now Richie, we love. Sure, he's trapped in his driveway today and not able to come paint the fence. But you know what I love about Richie? Straight shooter. <laughs> He tells it like it is. He's got four guys working for him. Yes, one of the guys' mom recently died. <laughs> he kind of showed up in a rough spot, and I felt so bad. I was for just him. not a podcast for Angie's list. I felt, oh my god, as it should be, just everybody. If you need things done, yeah. um, yes. The last two days, mm-hmm. uh, or within the last week, I'll say yeah. twice. I have had people tell me I have a great voice for podcasting. Isn't that so weird? And I said I actually do have a podcast, but it's ending. Isn't that so weird, though, that it's like all this time everyone was telling me how like my voice sounds like verbal diarrhea. And now two people are massive fans, including my new optometrist. We went to Steph Tolev's show. Is that where someone said you had a podcast voice? Yes, that was one of the places. And then my optometrist yesterday. Steph Tolev's show was great. Oh, my God, guys. I mean, Steph Tolev. Happy birthday to her. That's right. Been on the podcast. Couldn't recommend her more. Mm -hmm. This is a a, a tangent, but couldn't recommend her more. Slowly becoming an all-time great. And hey, if not already, as someone that's already there, I gotta say it's a slog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Norm, would you say I'm an all-time great? Of course. Norm, but why didn't you already say it <laughs> before when we were talking about Brian? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who the hell does Brian think he's talking to? Not an all-time great? Norm, I know you don't mean it. It's time to get to the guest. Okay, great. <laughs> Until you can come back next week with a real description of me and where I stand, I don't want to hear it. Can't do it. I'll be too old. <sighs> I know. And forgetful. God, just withering away. I am. Yeah. Okay, so this week's guest, very excited. He came by the house. It was so nice. We I follow him on Twitter. Yes. Yes. So so funny. We talk about it, we get into it, but mm. basically kind of internet friends and now turned real friends. Very exciting to meet somebody in person that I haven't met that I'm a fan of. Mm-hmm. So that's a blast. So I'm I'm really into that. We talk about it though, we get into it. So let's get right to it. Everybody, please help me welcome my guest, Chase Mitchell, right after this break. It's a self-esteem party. It's a self-esteem party. Oh my God, Chase, my potential new friend. We'll find out at the end of the episode. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) Yeah, right? Welcome to the Self-Esteem Party Podcast. Let's get into it. We are doing this because we are Twitter friends. Yes. I think you are my, 
I've, I've had different guests on that were set up by the network where we have podcasts on Sonar Network, which is like always a blast. Mm-hmm. But this was, I think, my longest coming podcast guest I've had. <laughs> <laughs> Writing back and forth, likes here and there, a couple of retweets. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, and then as like a joke, I had posted something about the podcast and you're like, oh, I'll do it. And I was like, that worked. That was easy yeah, yeah. enough. Well, I had said that um, I had, uh, because I actually had sometime. But like before the holidays, mm-hmm. I had put like uh, so and so's podcast in my Google account, and like I had forgotten, literally forgotten who it was, and I was yeah. going through my DMs and everything. So I tweeted like, "Hey, if I'm supposed to do your podcast today, can you like, and you see this, can you let me know?" Yeah, I and, can't. Um, which I can't believe you did that. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is like my nightmare scenario where like I've forgotten something, and I'm like, I, and then I'm like, I've let down the world yes. and all of America, <laughs> like. I can't stand that thought. Uh, but then you, yeah, then you were like, well, you should do mine. I was like, yes, of course. Oh my God, uh, I mean, thrilled. I nothing better to do these days. But yeah, we did, I did eventually find out who the other person oh, was. Oh, did you? And, and did theirs as well. How was theirs um, oh, in was comparison great. to mine so far? Uh, so far, I mean, blowing them out of the water. Oh, wow. Just, we, <laughs> With my high energy we're gonna intro? Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to edit that out big time. No, um, <laughs> no, no, she was uh, lovely. It was another. Uh, potential new friend who I'd never met for uh, oh, uh, Taylor Cox. I don't know if you know her. I know Taylor. I'm what? friends with her. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you oh, named names. Think, I think that, I think I might've done the same thing when we were done with that one where I said like, Oh, I think I'm also doing like Alana soon. So I think I had already heard. Pro- yeah. Cause we met through our mutual friend, Jackie and okay. I've known her for like years. I love her so much. Yeah, yeah. So I did, um, the hill, the hill that I would die on. Oh my God. Yeah. We're laughing about your <laughs> podcast career right now. So spe- speaking of your, um, very successful podcast career on a scale of one to 10, in terms of your self-esteem, all things considered, <laughs> how are you feeling about yourself? Well, it's been a uh, like a pretty up and down year so far. Yeah. Um, but I did take a Xanax this morning, so I'm feeling pretty smooth right now. I'm yeah. Coming in at like a coming in at like a cool seven. We're gonna call it a Xanax seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I appreciate that. You've br- you've brought in nothing but a nice smiley energy. So thank you so mm-hmm. much. A nice little afternoon delight, which is what <laughs> I think they refer to this. Uh. <laughs> A podcast. <laughs> also, just to be clear, I wasn't like just casually taking exams. It was like I was having a, I have a, a panic attack sometimes. Oh, yeah. So I have to, every now and then I have to, and I knew that I was going to be meeting the knife today. And, yeah. Uh, that was a very big deal for me as a Doughboys fan. So, uh, yeah, I just was getting too nervous. And no, but I, I have been having them like a little more lately. And it's, really? a, it's a little, um, yeah. Well, it, you just had like a, a big health scare happen. I did. Yeah, um, that is, I'm sure, stressful. Uh, it was. <laughs> to it was, say the least. It was very unexpected. Yeah. I was, um, so like about, uh, gosh, uh, three weeks ago, I guess. This all mm-hmm. this was all so recent. Yeah. Um, I was uh, sitting at uh, Bigfoot Lodge with uh, one of my buddies, and I was sitting at the bar, and it was um, after, uh, you know, some other stuff that had happened recently. We uh, a, a show that I was working on kind of got abruptly um canceled in the middle of us writing the second season which is a lot of that is going around right now oh my god uh, and like you think you've got a job and you're like great this will be the next blank amount of weeks and, and yeah, this and will I, be the amount of paychecks that come i'm right. set I, <sighs> and i had le- i had left a um uh late night show that i had come back to, to i basically ping-ponged between these two shows i i had been at late night from like uh this late night show from like 2013 to like 2017 mm-hmm. left that moved out here 
um, you know, did, worked on some smaller stuff for a while and then worked on this animated show. And uh, that was like a year long job and then went back to the late night show and then went back to the animated show. So it's really just like going back and forth. But I oh had like God. left this really steady thing that like I could, you know, could have kept my health care for a lot longer. Yeah. Which is, it seems like it might come in handy <laughs> at a time like this. As it turns out. Yeah. I now know that I have it, I have it until June. So if, if I have any other organs that are going to rupture, they need to do it, uh, you know, within the next couple of months. I'll give you one. <laughs> <laughs> if you need something, text me. Yeah. We have each other's numbers now. <laughs> But yeah, so I was sitting at the, at the bar with my friend, and I feel this pain in uh, like under like my right rib cage, and okay. I had never felt that before. And yeah. I like, I like faintly remembered my mom is a nurse, and I faintly remembered her saying one time that like that's where your liver is, and it was, and like my mom, like she knows that like I go out a lot, and she's you know always wants me to do it less, and she's been you know she same. Um, and so I was like, oh my god, I finally proven my mom right and like done something to my liver or something because I'd never felt this hurt before and oh that's what God. I that's so that's what I thought it was and uh I went home from, from that night pretty early and kind of just like spent that week being kind of in in and out of pain like it would radiate to like my back uh which is really weird you can like feel the pain like moving which is such a strange thing oh and my God because how would you be like oh this must be my like right. how would you like, if it's I, like moving? Like, how would I'm like you googling trying to keep up with like that's what I mean? What's in the middle of my back? Like oh my how, god! How are the, how are and how did it start connect? here right. and then stretch around? And okay. I was I was avoiding. I really hate uh, the hospital. You know, I, I know everybody else loves it. Sounds like it because you were like, <laughs> oh, and for the next week, <laughs> I'm like, you. I would have been if I was so, in that bar and felt the pain right. immediately to the hospital. I go. <laughs> But yeah, it's like, it was very much just like, "Ah, it'll go away. And then it kind of would. And then I noticed a pattern as the week was going on that like, it was getting bad every time that I was like eating something. Um, Okay. So that's not good. Right. And I was like, well, hmm, that's going to be like an important thing that I need to keep doing sometimes. So that's when I like, uh, finally just like walked myself to the emergency room because I'm not going to do an ambulance because that's immediately like that's uh, starts at $5,000 more starts at 500 just to physically like step inside of it let alone where you go I was like I will limp to to an (laughs) emergency room luckily like I'm I'm in Los Feliz so like there's like four hospitals clustered right there yeah uh and also the search of uh, church of scientology and they have ways of helping you too i've heard um (laughs) i will die if that's what you did and when i die send me to the scientology building to give away my organs to you (laughs) yeah so i walked into one of the hospitals i was like literally like yelping them on the way over i was like which one is the best one and like one's like 2.8 I'm like no fuck you like oh yeah I've been to a 2.8 before we'll name names after (laughs) no no offense listen to the medical staff we everyone I appreciate what you do I understand sometimes you're set up to fail in some of these (laughs) scenarios I understand that (laughs) but um I uh so yeah I walk in there and this place is great they actually like they move I had the experience before of sitting in an emergency room and like waiting and you feel like you're in an emergency room scene on a TV show or something. Well, like well, you like, had something. You were in an emergency room, or you were waiting for someone no, else. No, the like, first time. Or, like uh, I've, I've just been like other times. It's not like oh, I, okay. not like I'm constantly having terrible. Well, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> You're like, so, anyways, these uh, other times I was waiting in the emergency room. A, a piano fell on me one time. <laughs> that was a rough. Got hit one. by a bus. Um, 
No, but, yeah. but you feel like a cliche. Like you feel like you're sitting there and like it's like, oh, that guy's like bleeding, and that guy's like, oh. it's like, and uh, so it's like, how long am I going to be waiting here? But everything actually moved really fast. They did uh, an ultrasound um, of my abdomen and stuff, and they were like, it's it's gallstones, and like they're like pretty bad. Oh my <laughs> um, god. And uh, <laughs> my first thing is like, my mom is gonna kill me if I don't ask you. So like, is my liver okay? Like, can you just tell me if it's okay? And they're like. Yeah, I don't know. Somehow it's it's great. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, I'm going to gloat to her about that later. Oh, my God. Um, I was just about to, like, you, <laughs> yeah, I, I just got really stressed out. I was like, yeah. oh, my God, don't, what a terrible <laughs> thing for your mom to be right about. But it's, uh, <laughs> well, because it's also, um, your gallbladder is right there with your liver. They're, right. They're buddies in there. And um, so it, when you have something wrong, when you have gallstones, especially if one, it blocks one of the, oh, this is about to get real sexy in here. Let's hear it. If it blocks one of your bile ducts, like it, you come down with the same symptoms as if you were having like liver failure or something. Like it, it manifests like in the same like you. The, um, Absolutely you can get, horrifying. If it, if it gets really bad, you can get jaundice and stuff. And I was like, if I have to walk into emergency room yellow, like I'm gonna, like I'm just gonna be like so embarrassed. <laughs> like <laughs> I would do. I'd be like, hi, hear I, me out. <laughs> I am not a Simpsons character. Uh, I've tried my best. <laughs> And here we are. Um, but luckily, like, we kind of got got in there before any of that happened. And, um, yeah, they did that. The, they took did blood work, um, and they um, did that ultrasound. And they said, yeah, it's, it's gallstones. But, unfortunately, um, this it was a hospital that didn't take my insurance, which is kind of crazy because one, one of the, you know, things that's supposed to be good about it, our profession is that we have a great union that yeah. you usually don't have to worry about your healthcare. And this yeah. was one place that didn't take it. And they were like, so there's no beds in any of these other four hospitals around here, except the Scientology center. Uh, so we have to take you in an ambulance to Culver city, which is like, that's not even a drive. I like making myself. Dude, that <laughs> in an ambulance. Yeah. So you had to go in an ambulance anyways, after an all ambulance. that. Yeah. Um, I would be they, I think they so said they would, annoyed. I think they said, I think they covered the ambulance for that or something because they were doing the, they were the ones who had to make the arrangements. I think they uh, did cover Because they couldn't accommodate yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so, that's fair. Anyways, keep going. I get to this other hospital that I won't name in Culver, but you could probably Google it. Um, and I walk in and it's immediately, uh, I can tell it is just a far shittier hospital. And I'm like, well, so this is, where I die. Um, <laughs> I and... can't believe this. Are you by yourself at the? Are, at the yeah, yeah. You're still by yourself in all this. Oh yeah. no! Oh my god! Oh my god! Keep going. Um, yeah, I had. There was a, a few years ago where I had to go another time, and I had a partner at the time who rode, and I did go to an ambulance. I had a really bad panic attack, and I had a partner who rode in the ambulance with me, and that was like so much better than just like. You feel like you want to talk to someone about how crazy everything that's happening right yeah. now is, and you just kind of keep doing like a Jim Halpert look to camera to nobody who's there because <laughs> like yeah because no they, one there's no one there's no one to listen because yeah. they're like working away yeah, on yeah. you. It's like you know they have business they have to do, so mm-hmm. you're like yeah. There's no one to be like. So how are you? Yeah, <laughs> like there's there's well, no self esteem party check in. So so I said how everything uh, was so fast moving at that other emergency room, yeah. but then once they admitted me at this other place. Uh, gosh, it turned out that like the EMTs didn't do the intake right. And they put me off in this room where I have a roommate and not that it's any, it was a Sunday and like, this is far from the, the, you know, 
uh, <laughs> my biggest priority at the moment. But like, you know, there was a uh, NFL playoff game on, and instead he was watching like old Law and Orders at a really loud volume. And he was also FaceTiming. He was FaceTiming his family constantly. Like I was like, dude, I don't think they need that many updates unless you're trying to tell them like who the killer is. I, lo- I was just about to say, I love that it's the old Law and Orders. Yeah. <laughs> I love it because it's necessary to get those in. Uh, football playoff game. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because yeah, yeah. I remember when we were supposed to meet and you were like, I have a medical thing and have to get emergency surgery. And then I think you put in brackets, I'm fine. And I was like, what? Yeah, I guess <laughs> we don't even know each said. other at this point. I was like, are you okay? Well, I like to leave a little mystery. <laughs> yeah, you really do. <laughs> I was worried though. And I had a right to be, this sounds bad. So what happened? Like, so I'm waiting. I'm waiting for, you know, like an hour and a half at this place. And no one's even come in to tell me like, um, if I need to stay the night or like if someone will see me today or like mm-hmm. if there is a even a surgeon on call or like if it needs surgery, they didn't even know that yet. So like after, you know, a couple of episodes of Law and Order, I walk out to the <laughs> nurse's station and like, hey, like I, I'm not trying to be like a, like a, an asshole here or anything, but like I've been here for... And I immediately felt like I was going to be in, like, a YouTube video of, like, white person complains. Oh, my God, totally. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, for can I see course whatever, you will. <laughs> can I see whatever the equivalent of your manager is? <laughs> um, but I was just like, I just wanted to check, like, is there any updates? And then they were like, what's your name again? And I told them my name, and they were like, oh, we actually don't have you in the system yet. And so I, like, walked back to my room. I was like, listen, I think that... Um, oh, my God. So by this point, I knew it was the gallbladder thing. And, and I, you're still in pain? Yes. Okay. Uh, and I had had a different surgery about a year and a half ago um, to fix a... It sounded like my body's falling apart, and it really is. Mine is. I've had three surgeries <laughs> in three years. It's like I my body is done. It's saying yeah. goodbye. <laughs> so I had this hiatal hernia surgery from this guy who's really good with like the robotic surgery that, that like is you know very advanced and like mm-hmm. doesn't leave uh, a lot of scarring or anything like that. Oh, wow. And, okay. And so... I'm sitting there in that hospital bed, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to trust whoever they're bringing in, you know. And they they said, that like, it, he wasn't even going to be in to, like, see me that night to, like, talk or anything. It wasn't going to be until the morning. And so I was just like, listen, I know this guy. Like, he's already done something like this before. I know he's, like, in my network. So, like, is it all right if I just, like, bounce? <laughs> and, like, um, the nurse practitioner came in, and she kind of gave me, like, a look that was like, yeah, I would do that too if I if I were you. Like, well, I was like, you're not even in the system. Yeah, I know. Like, so I, 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 yeah, mm-hmm. why would you stay? Right. Yeah. So it was like, I don't even think I had an IV in my arm yet. I was like, listen, I there's nothing. Literally, nothing is keeping me here except finding putting my actual clothes back on. Yeah, and yeah. And I will get into an Uber in a hospital gown. Not, um, <laughs> if that's what it takes. Yeah. So yeah, she with her eyes, she was like, yeah, get the. <laughs> so I was oh like, God. all right, so listen, and it's so weird because I've never done, I've never like gone AMA from a hospital, like against, mm-hmm. against medical advice from a hospital before. You have to like sign a little form that says like, I changed my mind. Yeah. And, oh, uh, oh, <laughs> okay. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. It's so weird to leave a hospital by just like putting your clothes back on and like walking out. Well, it's literally from a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're escaping because you're under arrest. Right. So what is the real story here? <laughs> But yeah, so you leave, you so get, after, do you uh, get in an 30, Uber? 30, 40 mile car chase. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right? Um, I did, yeah, just get in an Uber and go home. And the pain had gone away by that point again. And I, and luckily I was able to do like a, a consult with this surgeon the next day. They were able to like squeeze me in. 
And then it was just a full week after that of uh, more testing and stuff. I had to get an MRI done and then an endoscopy done the same day because they wanted to see how bad it was. They wanted to see if one of those sexy bile ducts was being blocked. Oh, God. Um, And luckily, by that point, it wasn't. And so then, all of a sudden, it wasn't as much of an an emergency. So they were supposed to do it on that Wednesday, but then they did it Thursday anyway. So then I had just Then I just had a weird completely regular Wednesday in the middle of it. And I was like, this is the strangest week it's of my life. a couple errands, UPS. Yeah. I was, like, <laughs> I was in a hospital yesterday and I'm going to be in one tomorrow. And today... <laughs> I love you today in a I'm hospital. In <laughs> yeah, this is my new favorite Chase. Chase walks out of hospital casually. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, so yeah, going in there Thursday and they finally uh, did it. Um, and then... And then they sent me home that night, which I was a little bit like... Oh, that's interesting. It's, which is good because it's not as much money, money. obviously, but... I was a little bit like, are you sure? Because I feel terrible. Um, but uh, one of my um, one of my friends came and picked me up, which was really nice. Uh, and yeah, it took me straight to... That was the other good thing about getting out kind of early is I was able to go straight to my shitty ride aid on, on Vermont. And I will name names for them. And um, <laughs> I, that fucking place. I, okay, yeah. I know the... First of all, let me just say, speaking of naming names... I think I know the right age you're talking about. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've been. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was able to get my pain meds and stuff that night. And uh, that was another thing too, is like with that pat with that previous surgery, like I had had kind of a, like an issue with the, the medication they gave me. It was like, it was oxy. Maybe you've heard of it. Oh my um, God. <gasps> yeah. And I was like, I don't mean, I don't think I want to do that this time. Yeah. Um, Cause oh, I would like you. wake up and like not know whether it was daytime or nighttime. <laughs> like, it's like, listen, maybe something a little less strong. And so they just gave me like Tylenol pretty much. So I was like, oh, yeah. this is going to be a sh-. And then the whole next week was just being in pain a lot. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think, you know, this is a podcast that's a lot about self-care, and I, yeah. I think you made the right choice. Yeah. <laughs> good good for you, because that's uh, my pain tolerance, very low. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, you know, that's hard to be like, in the long run, this doesn't serve me, even though in the short term, it's pr- it would right. feel so good to not feel this pain, especially yeah, yeah. because it's, it, you know, you went so long untreated, so it's like, at this point, we're weeks in mm-hmm. to this pain. <laughs> yeah. like, we're, I, from what I calculate... Two to two and a half weeks at least. <laughs> like this is this is yeah, insane. I've had, I've had pilot jobs that were shorter than this pain <laughs> yeah, lasted. Exactly. Yeah. You wrote a couple of pilots during the pain. Now they, none of them make sense. Yeah, none of them make sense. They all sold to ABC. <laughs> we can't wait. <laughs> now this is what I want to know because you had said, sorry, not to be too invasive medically, but we talked about panic attacks. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know for you. Like I know. I, I've, I've definitely had a panic attack before um, that I, you know, you like think it's a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And then later they're like, no, that's a panic attack. You feel better about it. I feel like I've definitely had one before in the past. Um, so I, I can somewhat relate to the feeling. Mm-hmm. And I think with me, it's the, the panic that comes in my life is from the unknown. Mm-hmm. Now, all this stuff is happening with you. You don't know what's going on. You don't know, oh, is it your liver that you damaged, right? <laughs> like, that's like a level of guilt on you that you're like, I. this is like, I'm a like cutter. This you, is self-harm. I didn't like how hard you pointed at me. Just yeah, I did. Yeah, guys, I pointed so hard. Like, that was me being your mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was me going, you did this. <laughs> And me being my mom it was, too. It was an Uncle Sam point. It was like so it was so aggressive. <laughs> I'm so 
No, no, it's okay. We'll get past it. We'll get past it. Like, this new friendship is on the rocks right now (laughs) with my violence. But it's like, did you at any point feel anything coming on, any type of panic? Or were you able to just kind of focus on this just being a medical thing? Did it become a personal thing? Like, what was that for you? After it was, after the surgery, I mean, yeah, the whole... The whole week leading up to the week of like um, the pain where I was like avoiding going in mm-hmm. was very scary. That was a lot of like, I think I did, I had to, um, I got pretty close to some panic attacks that week because yeah. um, I was just obsessively Googling, calling my mom, Googling, uh, like just lost in like typing in symptoms and stuff. And like, is there any way I can rationalize this in my brain to where it's not this? And, um, well, I feel that one, but not that one, like all that kind of stuff. And yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's very distinct. I usually try to do something about it before it, because when in the actual attack onsets, it's, uh, it can be really scary. Mm-hmm. And Azanis can still, it can, uh, it's like an emergency release valve for that. It's, okay. um, uh, yeah, obviously it's not great. I, I I only I have a prescription, but I only take them as needed. Like I literally only take them when I feel a panic attack coming. Is, on. And is that how it is prescribed? Because I don't yeah. I don't know much about I don't, Xanax. I don't know if anyone takes them daily. I think that would be a lot. I, that doesn't seem like yeah yeah. Um, but yeah, so I usually, right because that'd be you just anticipating a panic attack right. every day. Yeah. Right. Some people. I mean, there's people that you know like take one before a flight and stuff like that. That's a little more like planned, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. These are kind of like usually if I'm go- if I'm about to take a Xanax, I'm scrambling to the bottle and trying to like, like yeah. get the cap open with like shaky hands. But um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's. I don't I don't know what your experience with it is like, but like your your heart just kind of starts pounding and it, it, um, it starts to feel like your chest like you can't like stretch your chest out enough um, to like accommodate your heart. And it just starts getting faster and faster. And the, depending on, I've had ones that kind of range from like, after the first time I had one, I thought I was dying. I mean, I, yes. I, I feel like most people probably feel that because yes. you've never felt, you never experienced anything like that before. You literally think it's a heart attack. Like your mine was like my ribs were closing in on mm. my heart. Like it was like, like, yeah, you said tight. This was like, I was really dehydrated and I was coming back from like a New Orleans weekend with like a bunch of friends. Oh my God, this was like, like party weekend? Yeah, like oh, pro- this is probably worse. like t- 10 years ago or something maybe. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, I just started feeling it coming on. I had no idea what it was. I just knew that my heart had never felt like it was doing this before. Mm-hmm. I started getting tunnel vision. And then there's actual, like an actual symptom of it. They call it like a feeling, a, a sense of doom, a feeling of doom. Like you feel, you just... Uh, psychologically feel like everything is about to like shut down like the lights are about to go out and you're about to end so like yeah that was a nightmare because I was also in a car with like four other people who were just trying to get home like back to Atlanta oh my I god from and yeah and so like I had to have them like pull over to the side of the highway and like got my head between my knees and like have no idea what's going on then I had to have them stop again uh like pull off to like a 7-eleven or something and like I'm just like getting like waters and and like coconut water and stuff and just like trying to like I, I just know I need to get like fluids back in my body right now before. Some, and then like when it subsided, it felt like, oh, I, like I didn't know that that was, I thought, I really thought that was the end. I didn't know that could stop. So when it stopped, it was just like, oh, it's also like when it's happening to you too, you can't accept, like you can't take any other like outside stimuli. Like if someone, even someone like asking you if you're okay or like trying to tell you. So like 
they were kind of like making jokes or something like that. And I had, I had to actually be like, guys, can you, can everyone just please shut up for like a second? Cause I can't take anything else that's happening right now, except what's happening in my body. It was, did, did they, it was, yeah, no, <laughs> they were just, they were dunking on me even harder. Um, no, but that was the first one. And then, so like, yeah. usually, usually now they're not that bad. Cause I know it's not the end, even though like, and you're not in a controlled environment. Like that to me is the yeah. worst part is that you're in a car. Right. Like oh, always, thinking you're dying. I always have been worried that one would happen on a plane because it's like uh, you never want to have to be the person who's getting like duct taped to the seat. Or oh my God, totally. <laughs> I think that I, I was given a prescription drug, not a Xanax, but because I got, I started to get later in life really anxious about flying mm-hmm. later in life. Like I used to travel so much. <laughs> When I was living between Toronto and LA before I like moved, moved here, I was like, you know, doing some jobs back in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So I was flying all the time and it was like, I loved it. It was like, oh, look at me go. And now I'm like so scared of it. I don't remember the name of the prescription though, because I don't have it anymore. But that one you had to take an hour before you go on. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, is this like a timer, like mushrooms or something that it kicks in and you're like, right. woo, look at me go. <laughs> right. yeah. Like it waits till you get through customs and security so you can like be sound of mind. <laughs> Waits until it's Act One of Paddington Two. Yeah. Oh yes! Oh my God, now that I'm movie. feeling it. Here we go, <laughs> bawling my eyes out. Everyone's like, "Cool, I have to tape my eyes out." <laughs> wow, we should go on a flight together. What yeah, a team we would be. Well, I think that all sounds very scary, and I don't know how it is for you. I'm when my body's not functioning, I'm definitely affected by it, mm-hmm. and it makes me feel. Like, not a failure, Mm -hmm. but you know when you're like, how did we get here? Yeah. Like, and like when maybe you thought it was, wait, when you thought it was the liver (laughs) thing, I did the point again. But it's like, you know, when maybe you had first thought that because your mom had the same comments before. It's like, how do you come back from that? Just being like, you're the worst. (laughs) Like, how do you come back? Oh, I know. And my first call to her with it was like, okay, you're about to feel very validated, but also very scared. Yeah, then, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, but no, it was, so then, like I said, I was able to like throw it in her face when it, when it wasn't, but, uh, <laughs> we're right back to normal. <laughs> well, that, that all sounds very uh, intense. And can I ask a question? Do you live alone? Uh, it's me and my dog. Teddy. Okay. You, yeah. Oh, that's right. You mentioned yeah. you had a dog that uh, thinks he's really big. Yeah. He's yeah. a, he's a little terrier mix with like a white mohawk in the middle of his head. Uh, <laughs> you have and, to show uh, me a picture. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's just me and him. I was very, very glad for him during the pandemic because yeah. I don't know the difference between that and being like alone, alone is vast. Um, if you've got like at least a little buddy to sit there and like, well, you're talking to them. You yeah. can talk to them. Of course. Yeah, to be like, are you hungry? Do you want to go out? And then you have a conversation. Uh, now, w- I asked if you lived alone because you had said before where with the traveling in the ambulance or whatever and or in waiting in the emergency room, not having anyone to talk to. Mm-hmm. During that time when you were home and the in-between and the previous two, were you reaching out to friends or were you like, you know what I mean? Like trying to get a sense of support? I can't, like... It's a little different when it's unexpected like that. Like, yeah, I am definitely someone. If I don't know what it is, I will just kind of like be scared and suffer in silence. For me, a little me while. too. Sh- I shut down. Yeah, me too. That's why I was so asking because like, it's like you either tell everyone, right. or no one. Yeah, 
but the with the previous one, the one that like was planned and like had a set up date and stuff, it was you know, I did like tell friends of going in. Okay, like, okay. So there okay. were a few people who were like, you know, good luck, like everything's gonna be fine, Checking like that out. kind of stuff. That was also the first time that I'd like been under. So I was like I get very I'm always like worst case scenario. When I'm on a plane, I am definitely like imagining it. Even if I'm watching a movie and I'm loving the movie, got a little like rum and diet coke right there. Uh and you know, like just look on the outside like I'm enjoying myself. Uh I inside I am just imagining Final Destination for the entire oh two my hours. God, totally. <laughs> I you know what it is? I just had a guest on and we were talking about um uh, always thinking you're gonna die, mm-hmm. right? And which I I have had that since I was a kid, mm-hmm. and I used to like picture my whole family dying, not in, and me as well, like not in I hope they're dead, <laughs> like I'd be crying, you know what I mean? You're like them first, and then myself, <laughs> yeah, and then me a couple years later, so people can be like, poor girl, look at her go, <laughs> she's so strong, <laughs> but like you know, it's like these thoughts would like run through my head, and mm-hmm. then I'd cry because I'd feel bad for having them because it wasn't a dream it was a thought mm-hmm. so it I felt wrong like I'm choosing to picture these things mm-hmm. even though the thoughts just like come and then I would like cr- I remember this specifically crying on the top of the stairs to my mom saying something's wrong with me like I was trying to like explain I don't feel normal mm-hmm. I think she was like, or are you in your period? Like, who even? <laughs> Something very dismissive. <laughs> and, like, I love her, but, like, she did not handle that conversation well. Uh, and then, and, you know, it turns out I would later get a diagnosis of being bipolar, which, uh, bipolar too, which made a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Able to go on meds, balance out a lot of mood stuff. Okay, great, great. So I was like, great, we're laughing. We've solved this issue. Not the case. It's like some... You could be on all the meds in the world and mm-hmm. it's like something it's well, I don't know how else to say it. Something like otherworldly is happening that it just like can't, I cannot get it out of my head. Yeah. And I feel fine in the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. But they're haunting. Well, yeah. I also like separately from the completely separately from the panic attack thing, which is a very occasional uh, occurrence. Yeah. I, I, sometime I, I got uh, diagnosed ADHD uh, uh, last year and mm-hmm. like... Um, Got on Adderall, which is obviously you have to make sure I never take those at the same time. Uh, but oh right, oh my god, of course. <laughs> right, yeah. the Adderall is a is a daily thing, and that the way because I um, uh, just from reading a little bit about bipolar, I know that like a lot of it is like racing thoughts and 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 things like that. So and fast. So and I I was I was getting that like late late in life, and I'm like I'm like yeah, sometimes I would like lay my head down to go to bed, and literally just like like thoughts are going through my head that yeah. it's like a Rolodex is flipping with a bunch of thoughts. And you know what's happening? Yeah. You're going, stop that. Yeah. Like you can, it's like you're out of your body looking at your brain and you're going, stop that right now. Mm-hmm. Like you know it's happening. Yeah. But you can't control it? Yeah. Okay, so the, so you were having that uh, it's, about so to go I, to bed. I was trying to, so I was having a really bad insomnia and stuff like that. And yeah. And I was, um, you know, trying to like find whatever I could to uh, like treat it. Like, um, you know, a lot of it just get like, uh, getting uh, uh, indica edibles and stuff like that, and like, oh yeah, got it. yeah. It started to be like some nights it was like I'm just like popping those things like it's like two or three. Like I feel, it's, feel like I'm like trying to take down an elephant or something like that. Like yeah, and it's like just how do I get myself to sleep right now? Um, but uh, and and 
so, but the Adderall has like really changed things during, I find that I can really focus during the day and it's like a, uh, extended release too. So it's like by, by the nighttime I'm good. And like it helped, it helped even all of that out a lot. Now, did you tell like, cause you got the diagnosis a, a year ago, you said? Uh, or yeah. So yeah. Like sometime, sometime in the middle of last year. Yeah. Okay. So was, did you like, when did you notice or has it always been this way, but or did you notice something later on that you're like, something's a little off or I'm having a hard time getting yeah, something like, done? Like, what was it? It was, uh, I was talking to my therapist and I just listed out a bunch of things that like are, w- were things that I was experiencing. Like, yeah, like the racing thoughts and, and like, uh, getting really obsessive on one thing. And, um, I, don't remember what all of them were, but mm-hmm. she was like, I, this sounds to me like a, a possible ADHD. Like I think you should go talk to, to someone about it. And so I did that and they had, they did like a checklist or whatever. And they were like, let's try it. Let's try a low dosage first and see how that works. And then we ended up like upping it. And, and so it, and it worked for me. And, uh, you know, now when I don't have it for a week, it feel insane. Oh my God. I would <laughs> never, a, I can't even imagine not having a shortage that. right now. Oh, is um, there? Yeah. So I was like, Oh, so, and it's been going on for gosh, I think maybe even like a month and a half or something, or maybe even longer. Um, news to me. Most of the time I've been able to fill my prescription like fairly on time, but this time they were just like, we don't know what to tell you. We don't know when it's coming in. And so I, I my last, uh, bottle I was like rationing them out at the end I was like okay well take a half of one today I guess yeah and then I l- was just done and was really had like which uh, is so bad four or five days it was probably around the time there's, I was you know also like really worrying about all this other stuff so it really didn't help and yeah just like and that's crazy when you go off of it because my thoughts are just everywhere mm-hmm. and um now everywhere in the same way that they were previous to or everywhere in a com- no, in like a, a withdrawal like a, way yeah more in like a withdrawal way and it's like during yeah. the day and it's like um okay really not being able to focus on any task for one second like i'd start off of, I, i'd like go to like um you know like take my vitamins in the morning or whatever and then like also start to do breakfast and then realize that I'd left the vitamins sitting there and then like also my computer was open with an email that I had written but hadn't sent yet I would start a bunch of things at the same time and like not have finished them yeah I I think I know exactly what you're talking about (laughs) yeah it it I I don't know I, I could be ADHD I have no idea but it's like I definitely do that because I think I'm multitasking. Like I'm like, look at me go. Like I think I think I'm doing this because I'm overly confident. <laughs> like I, that's why I don't think I'm ADHD. I think it's me being like, look at you, Wonder Woman. How do you do it? <laughs> so it's like, I, but I'm getting nothing done. Yeah. But yeah, like you're saying, five beautiful beginnings of fantastic tasks to accomplish. <laughs> right. But yeah, after the you know. Uh, trying this with Adderall and stuff like yeah. that, I found that, like, it's easier to stay on one thing. And I'll even, like, make a... It's almost like a reverse to-do list. It's, like, half-done list. Just to, like, see, like, okay, I did that, I did that, I did that, I did that. And, like, just, you know, see that I was able to, like, accomplish a lot that day and, like, actually, you know, do the multi completion before starting the next one. Okay. This is very interesting. I do the opposite, mm-hmm. where... When I get the task done, because I have the to-do list, mm-hmm. I delete it. I get uh, rid of it because 
Otherwise, I will reread it and think I haven't done it, uh, even if there's a check mark. Yeah, like yeah. I'll put that little green check mark sometimes, mm-hmm. or like a red X if something's Ooh, canceled. You mark, gotta yeah. love the green check mark. <laughs> but like I ended up having to delete it because if I would look down on the list, and even if there is a check mark, you see like ten things. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I pulled up my to do list. I was like looking in the calendar to see my friend saw it, and there was like literally 10 things on the list for like the next day. And she was like, that's just too many things to do in a day. And I was like, oh yeah. And I kind of looked at it and I was like, yeah, I need to like clean this out because then I feel like I haven't gotten anything done. But I love the idea of keeping it to keep track of what you've done. Because then, like, sometimes I'll forget I did it already, and then you'll go, and you'll be like, well, I already fucking did the laundry. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I should try that. Mm -hmm. That probably would make me not think about the tasks again and again as much, Mm -hmm. like, kind of obsess about it. Do you consider yourself to be a neurotic person? Yeah, it's so much so that it's, yeah. Yeah. mm -hmm. Just not, like, because I I, I wouldn't... Cripplingly on. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, like... I think uh, I think everybody has it on some subjects, mm-hmm. right? Everybody's got something that they're like, it's just, even if it's like, oh, my car, and I have to be washing my car. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, everybody's got something that they're really up on. But when it's too many things. Yeah. And then how do you prioritize about what to be uh, most concerned with? Right, yeah. <laughs> right? I get, I get very <laughs> overwhelmed by all the different ways that I am concerned about things, too. Like, every if I send a, you know... a Every text that I send, I could almost send one after that. That was like, was that weird what I said, or was that okay? Was oh, that, yeah. was, that oh, yeah. was that weird? Was that too long? Was that too long of a text, or was that the right amount? Oh my god, it's torturous. Was it rude in any way, or I just want to make sure that have I offended you on this podcast? Yes, Chase, you have. Let's just clear the air on that right now. I have to edit out at least forty-five minutes of this. Everyone's like, loved your two-minute introduction to Chase and then your big wrap-up. <laughs> well, I, it sounds like I, the overall of the beginning of your year sounds like a nightmare, if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> it sounds like the, oh, yeah. a, a lot of stuff went wrong, and I'm going to say you're making a beautiful recovery. How yeah, how mean, lovely like, that you're back and healthy, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, it. it there were a lot of things that, like, that's why I said there were a lot of ups and downs because it was yeah. like, um, yeah, we came back from Christmas break to this job that we had been in for like 13 or 14 weeks and we were just about to, we were really kind of just uh, digging into like the first, what was going to be the first script and uh, on like a Thursday and then okay. Friday we got an email from the streamer that said, uh, hey, we have a Zoom call that's at one hour before you would normally be at work. <laughs> like, And we were all like, well, this doesn't seem like, this doesn't seem good. They're like, we're throwing you a party. <laughs> we oh wanted to let you know P- we, we got so excited. Pizza Friday. Oh it's my Pizza Friday, guys, so dress pizza ready <laughs> in your best pizza gear. So, yeah, it was um, it was pretty shocking. I mean, it wasn't that shocking because we had already seen a couple of other shows fall that way. And some of them, I mean, had gotten even further than us where they were already, uh, all the scripts were in or oh they God. were... Uh, we're about to start animating or they were in the design stage or whatever. But like, so it was a little bit like, uh, this seems to be like the tenor of the the moment right now, as bad as that is for our industry. Mm-hmm. And um, and also like the uh, a lot of the executives had rolled over. So there were new people in charge. And, um, and so, yeah, it was 
uh, it was all really surreal. Do you take that personally when that kind of stuff happens? Like, no, because the guy was, um, really, he was really gracious about it in a way that I found sincere. Okay. Um, and he, you know, talked about personally loving the show and that it's not a decision that he, you know, and I know a little bit of that is, is what people say, but like, you can also kind of read people and you can a little, you can tell when you're being bullshitted to and he seems like a genuine guy and actually like um so at the end of that meeting he was like uh but also you know please don't uh let this get out or anything and uh so um after that like all of the writers like we went to um we went to the Red Lion. Uh, oh, I love the Red Lion. Red Lion is the, it's the, the best. best place. It's just the fucking <laughs> best and has the best pretzel in the city. Yeah. yeah. And so we were kind of having like a, this this Irish wake basically for the show. And it was actually, it actually <laughs> turned into like an extremely fun hang. It was also like yeah. in the middle of the day because they let us go in the morning. Well, they have that happy hour. They have yeah. those lunch specials. Yeah. Um, and so like, that was like this amazing day where we all kind of felt like this camaraderie, even though we just had this like surreal, uh, real bummer thing happen to us. Yeah. And, uh, then I woke up the next morning and I suddenly felt like the panic of like, I've been very lucky to like, I've worked, I've worked on like three shows that were back to back to back. So I basically haven't, I've worked without a break since like summer of like 2019 which was very, 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 very extremely lucky, especially during like pandemic and stuff like lucky that. Lucky and hard work. Yes. Don't uh, sell yourself uh, short here. <laughs> but before that, like when I first moved to LA, after having like a very, very steady job in New York, I was kind of told by like my reps and stuff that like, oh man, it's going to be, you're going to get scooped up right away. Like this, And like LA was like really uh, tough for me at first. So I had like, I, you know, watched myself, uh, not really get anything except the occasional like two week gig for almost like a year and a half or something like that. And, yeah. Uh, you watch your savings go down and you really That's learn a like big change. You really learn like how scary it can suddenly be. And it's like, Whoa, was that my only, was that my only thing? Like, God, did I mess up by leaving New York? Did I like, you know, and I wasn't even like really experienced enough to even know that, you know, people go through those hills and valleys and stuff. But yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just immediately in, in my mind, like went back to that place. Like I I know how bad it can get. And I, I, so I like that morning, like I composed this tweet that was kind of like, cause I see, I I was also thinking, I seemed really justified in my head at the time. I was thinking like, I see people do these hire me tweets. Here's my experience. Here's what I've done. Um, you know, and some sometimes people will make fun of them in the group chat or whatever. But like, I think it's a you know, Twitter used to be a place where you could do that really yeah. and, and get really good jobs off of that. Yeah. Um, and I see it also because the industry is in kind of a scary time right now. I see people doing it more and more. Yeah. So I was like, I've never done one before, um, but like, I'm, I'm, for some reason I'm like despairing this morning after this, you know, the, this bad news and and like. Why not just like shoot it off and see what happens? And the problem was at the beginning of the tweet, I said like, "Well, we've been canceled," <clears throat> and I forgot the part where he said, uh, "Don't uh, announce it." <laughs> so, <laughs> so I didn't say, but I didn't name you know I didn't name the show and I didn't name Netflix, but it is in my it's in my bio, which is very boneheaded of me to not think that anybody would put it together. And the other thing about the show is that the fans for it. Which 
guess there weren't enough of them to keep it on, but they, the ones there are, are it's a, they are a very, very passionate audience. And so, so they, they're going to do the research. They did sleuthing and they put it to, someone put it together like immediately. I started getting replies about it. And before I could take it down, it was it, like, a, it's not like, you know, a million people had seen it or something, but like the ball had gotten rolling on, on uh, people finding out about Enough it. Enough so people saw it. So it was like, ah, oh, shit, I got fired yesterday, and now today, like, I fucked up again. You're not supposed to be able to fuck up after you got fired. That's supposed to, it's supposed to happen. <laughs> yeah, the, you fucked up on a job you don't have. Ha- it's supposed to happen the other way around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, so so that all seemed very scary at first, and I had to call the showrunner and, and let her know and, and apologize and stuff, because, like, the shitty thing about that was I was just doing, like, a, I was, like, man, I got to get back out there because, like, I'm going to watch that money dry up again. And I wasn't thinking about the fact that, like, this was a really, it's not only her show, but it's a really personal show to her. Um, yeah. it's, it's, like, and so. But you were trying to, like, self-motivate. Right. Exactly. Like, you, you were trying like, to yeah. do a, the right thing. Thank you, thank you for making me feel like it wasn't idiotic but it but also it, i think you made a mistake within <laughs> something that's okay yeah, yeah like you made a mistake but it's okay to like put yourself out there right. uh, yeah, so i called her yeah, and and like apologize and stuff a, a lot and then i apologized to all the other writers individually and stuff because it was people it ranged from like most of them were completely it ranged from like dude i don't, I don't care to like oh yeah dude screw them man like they you, you can't fire somebody and then also expect them to like keep your secret to like a couple people who were like, uh, uh, yeah, I wish I did kind of wish that I one of the one of them is an older writer who I, I like kind of admire and stuff. And um, he was like not angry with me. He was just like, yeah, I, I just kind of wish that I had been able to like tell my reps and stuff before that happened. It was like it was a little bit like your dad telling you, like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Oh See, that would kill me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can see it in your face right now. Like, that would crumble me. I'd be like, (laughs) if I, like, honestly, Chase, if you want something, like, neurotic about, thinking I've let people down. Yeah. Like, truly thinking I've let people down. So, the days after that, this is after everyone has told me, like, it's okay. Like, the showrunner literally said, like, you can stop apologizing to me now. (laughs) Oh, that's nice, But, like, it's like, consider yourself forgiven. Like, it is all good. And I've also, like, we are, I've seen all of them socially since then, and, like, everything is all good. And then not only that, but, like, oh, that's what I was going to say about, like, these hills and valleys is, like, that it seemed like such a, and was such a stupid fucking thing to do. And if anyone's listening to this who, like, just be, you know, cautious when tweeting, which is something that I, you know, I also just, like, tweet impulsively sometimes and have Um the only one on Twitter who's ever done that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep, I take weeks curating <laughs> my good tweets. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the um, the person who was the new head of of animation for uh, that streamer actually like followed me on Twitter that day, and I was like, oh my god, is he? This is the neuroticist. Yeah. It's like, it, it, did he just? Follow me to like yell at me a bunch. That's so, so my first I, thought. So Did I, you see my face? Yeah. I one hundred percent had that so same. Then thought. I sent him like a seven paragraph apology where I was like, "Listen, like this is uh, you know I'm sorry that I, I disrespected your your wishes and stuff like that." And he, I took like an hour composing that, and then he like in five minutes he was like, "Dude, absolutely no worries." Like, listen, we when we say like don't we this stuff always leaks out like don't worry about it like and and you know I completely understand that you're passionate about it like I I was passionate about the show too I did really like it I was a fan and uh you know so I totally understand like 
and it was like he it was he was so nice. We actually have had a meeting. Like it was amazing. You so know, anyway. it goes to show you just if you if you put it out there, mm-hmm. things will come back. Maybe not the way that you think it's going to, or something like that. But it's like good for you for like taking a bold move. Like, um, wait, what did you say earlier? And I said it was really good self care. If you didn't do something, wait, what did you say? This is going to make me crazy. When I was uh, like, that sounds like really good self-care because you were like, oh, I'm not going to do this. Oh, this is going to drive me crazy. Now I'll have to listen back and edit it. this part out. <laughs> <laughs> Great, Chase. Thanks for nothing. Thanks for not remembering what you've said for 48 minutes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. The podcast is ending on listen, a low note today. I'll just, I'll just say a bunch of different things, and then when you rewind it back, whatever's closest oh my god yes edit that back yeah yeah yeah. you'll be like well for me self-care is (laughs) just like 10 things and i can just cut and paste it (laughs) okay okay well here's the thing we are near the end of the podcast let's stay on self-care for a second okay so here's what i've been hearing in terms of you for self-care you're in therapy Mm -hmm. you said that do you find that helps is that oh uh something fantastically so yeah okay i i like uh i always hate starting over and the therapist that I had during COVID, she like decided she was uh, going to move back to Canada, which like I had to be like, I, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, which was fine. Cause we kept doing like zoom and stuff uh, for a while. And then I was like, I don't know when we do start, I, when we do start like seeing people again, like I don't think this is a permanent like situation for me that I can do. Cause I feel like yeah. the same way with, I prefer in-person, you know, writing rooms to zoom rooms and stuff not that like Me too. you can still get get great work done in a zoom room i just like the intimacy of of being there with everybody. oh my god because we've spent our whole lives with people yeah. we've only had zoom for two years <laughs> i know you know what i mean it's like we, we've spent forever <laughs> with people so it's like yes i'm that's why today i was like do you want to just come in person yeah like, exactly oh so i would much you said more, that. yeah i didn't know for you what your yeah, comfort yeah. level would be so i was like okay well i'm not gonna put well, that on anybody I, I, don't, I thought it was so nice that you let me do that even though i do have covid right now so. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Honestly, I, I wouldn't even be mad at you because I'd be like, what a great prank. <laughs> you knowingly came here just to give me COVID. <laughs> Literally just <laughs> blowing my own air in your face right now, directly into your face, across this small table. <laughs> oh, yeah, the tiny table. Okay, well, you said you'd stand up for it. So. <laughs> that I love. <laughs> that I am obsessed with. Oh, but now, uh, anyway, that all was to say, now I... Uh, I did switch to new in here, and even though I hate have feeling like you have to like dive in at the beginning again. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, everything she's amazing and awesome. The only bad thing is that I have to uh, drive to the valley, but other than that, it's <laughs> <laughs> just so everyone can see. I puked <laughs> the valley. Uh, no, that's it's worth it. It's once a week. Yeah. It, it's you know what I mean. You're yeah. like I can cart what. How long to get half an hour, half an hour, two hours, two and a half hours, the whole thing? You're like, yeah, to yeah. feel okay for a whole week that someone's telling me like, or to feel relief from the past week. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I would do it. If someone was like, you have to drive that far to get the prescription or have this drink or see this person, it'll make you feel better. You're like, yeah, I'll do it. Also, it's really it. just like my neighborhood is so walkable that I, I walk. 90% of the time anyway. So it's really one of the only times that I have to drive. Moving here caught, forced me to have to drive more because I was I also was in Las Vegas and it was really walkable, which I love because it's like Toronto for me. Right. Like that's, that's why I love it. It's not laziness. It's yeah. like I was walking everywhere for hours. It's just, it's like that's what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. So it's like now having to drive everywhere, it's, 
everything seems like a daunting task. Like I'm still <laughs> doing Zoom with my therapist and thank God from what I, I don't know where she is, but from what I gather, it's downtown according to the receipts. <laughs> and I was like, you want me to go to downtown so you can cure me? <laughs> Are you nuts? <laughs> but uh, no, 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 the valley's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's not the worst. That's cool that you're driving everywhere. It's, nice, it's an interesting time to choose to increase your carbon footprint. So oh, my God, right? <laughs> and by everywhere, I mean 10 minutes from my house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, when I say, like, no offense to you, but you think I'm going to the valley? <laughs> no. I have no one to see, and no one's inviting me, quite frankly. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm putting this out there for the podcast. I'll come. I have the car. Please. I just need the invites. <laughs> so I should rephrase that to, I'm willing to drive places. <laughs> Yeah, I thought, especially with my 2000 Toyota Echo, I was like, this is the electric car we all love and need so much right now. <laughs> oh my God, it really is a low note. Uh, wait, before we go, I, I do want to know, you said self-care, you said therapy, mm -hmm. occasionally medication as needed, as you as said, and then, and then... My dog. Your dog, that's a big one. Really that's is, a yeah. really big one. And then do you like have, are you the kind of person where you're like, I need to socialize this amount to to feel good and a part of something? Or are you more on the introverted side where you're like, I need this much amount of uh, alone time and personal time to feel this better way? Like, you because know, yeah, yeah. people have both. Right, right. You know? I kind of, that's what I was going to say is I kind of vacillate. I mean, like I, um, or oscillate, one of those things that when you go back and forth. Um, I definitely love to like, this was something I never did in New York. In New York, you would just like see somebody after work and be like, "Hey, let's go to so and so bar or restaurant." Okay. And but in LA, it, it is so much more. It's not like I'm about to do like a lame stand-up or something. But in LA, uh, the difference is like I really love like filling up my Google Cal, and I love having. We love like, a Google Calendar having, here. Ooh, I know I got a birthday party next week. Oh, we love a karaoke it. night on Wednesday. Paperless post yeah. for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just put boxes everywhere on that yeah. thing. Like, yeah, I love that. And and that way I can plan, like, okay, here's when I think my batteries would be a little depleted. And, like, that's when I can have an alone day and just, like, watch a bunch of TV or something. And then, like, I want to yeah. go out and then I'll go out again tomorrow. I do the same thing yeah. where it'll be a couple – because I know you're supposed to carve out some time every day. And I have the mornings to myself with my dog. Like, I wake up really early before Norm, so it's, like, my thing. Do some journaling. Okay, great. That's a good 20 minutes right there. Mm -hmm. But I do the same thing where I'll do like four days in a row or something, and then I need a whole day. Mm -hmm. I literally need a whole day to be like, okay, I'm a zombie today. Let's get it back together. And then I can go back out into the world the day after. Yeah. I'd say, so yeah, that's what I'd, I think you're right. The self care is making a plan for self care. Yes. That's the Google Cal of self care. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so Chase, you miraculously started this podcast off at what I believe was a seven. It was a Zan 7. A Zan 7. That, I knew it was something. A Zan 7. Don't have to go back and edit this. How are you feeling now? And listen, I'll take any number you got because I made you share a lot of personal things, yeah. which I'm really grateful for. What's the, uh, what's the scale? To 10? Yeah, 1 to 10. Uh, I, I would say that I was probably at like a 9.5 and then you jabbed your finger in my face. Oh my God. <laughs> And now, I'm sorry, now it's down to an eight, but it's still pretty good. I'll take the eight, <laughs> and here's the thing, now I owe you a seven-paragraph apology, <laughs> so I will send that to you on Twitter. Okay, cool. You can screenshot it and post it. Awesome. <laughs> well, Chase, thank you so much for doing the thank podcast. You uh, tell us your Twitter anyways, because this is what I'm so obsessed with you on. Yeah, okay, so it's at Chase Mitt, it's C-H-A-S-E-M-I-T. Uh, same thing on Instagram, too, if you want to see pictures of my dog and stuff 
And uh, yeah. And if you guys want to follow me, I'll give you my address. Uh, hit me in the DM. <laughs> Thank you so much. Here, I'm actually Chase. here, so I'll just read it off my. Yeah, just read it. <laughs> just read it Get off it my out. Google Maps right now. Yeah. Bye. Believe in yourself. Believe.